Look out, here comes The Blitz, a podcast dedicated to covering all the local sports in Sumter, Lee, and Clarendon counties. A member of the Item Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of The Blitz. I'm Tim Leibel, and on today's episode, we've got Sumter High Wrestling in the room with head coach Johnny Lee talking about the Gamecock program as they're looking to take some strides this year with a lot of new faces in the room. Let's get to that conversation. All right, Johnny, thanks for taking the time to come out and talk a little Sumter High Wrestling. You know, it's uh, you know midway through the season kind of at this point that you guys kind of got out to a little bit of a slower start with uh, some bus issues. But thanks oh, for taking man. the time to come and chat. No problem. I'm glad that you decided to have me here. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, what has, you know, let's just kind of talk generally here. You know, what has kind of been the process of getting things going this year? We are talking about a little bit beforehand where, you know, this program is kind of in a reboot stage a little bit just Absolutely. for – how old some of your wrestlers were for the last couple of years and how inexperienced this group kind of coming yeah. is this year. So what what has the process been of kind of, you know, getting this group, getting, getting their feet wet a little bit? Um, well, the first thing, we have to have a plan. <laughs> and this is a two- to three-year process we're trying to design. Uh, within that two- to three-year plan, we're trying to incorporate more middle schools involved. Um that's Alice Drive, Bates, and Chestnut Oaks. However, at the, the way the I, I understand South Carolina League rule, if you got a school that's not zoned for you and your high school don't have that sport, those kids are allowed to come. And it's been a tug of war there. <laughs> so, you know, we had about um, seven girls that came out from middle school alone. Oh, wow. And because of transportation, because they come from the rural areas, and transportation not a good thing sometimes, so they had to they end up quitting. Um, but we're trying to build everything through our middle school program, and we're just trying to get some people in place to help push that. And it's hard to do when you don't have um, access to the schools because you're stuck in the classroom. So it's okay. It's just that I'm learning, they're learning, we're learning. Yeah, and, you know, getting kids young in wrestling is, is so important. And, you know, especially for, you know, some of these big programs that you guys are wrestling at the 5A level where, you know, the programs that have been doing this for a while have deep seeds where, you know, these kids aren't getting to high school and wrestling for the correct, first time. Correct. So you're behind the eight ball if you're a freshman picking up the sport for the first time. Uh, absolutely. Um, what what I'm going to be honest with you. I wrestled back in the 80s, late 80s. And the team that graduated with me, well, 1987, we finished fourth in the state. And the program should have kept going after that, and it didn't because there was no consistency. Uh, And wrestling not a popular sport at something high. Um, So technically, we're about 10 years behind, (laughs) being honest. And – it just um, we we got to grow it together. Um, Josh and I we're trying to do some things together. Um, the thing that hurts Josh, he's a football guy too, and our last coach was a football guy. We never had a pure wrestling guy, so because of stipends and stuff like that, there's not a lot of funding in wrestling. Um, uh, one of the coaches I talked to to see how his program is, and had they not split over the last five years. He would have been consistently winning titles consecutively for the last five, six years. But every year his teams, it, it, the schools and stuff, they rezone. Um, uh, the last time he and I talked, he had a donor. 
put $10,000 in his hand so they can watch the program grow. Wow. And we, we don't have that yet. Yeah, and you, and you talk about consistency, and, you know, you guys have had some bright spots in the wrestling room over the last, you know, half decade or so. You know, Davin Jackson being one that really stands out as mm-hmm. a guy who's playing football at NC State mm-hmm. now, you know, wrestled for state championships, things like that. But it's hard to build a program off of outliers. Um, and, and, you know, that's where, you know, getting into the middle schools is where you got to really start. And you, you mentioned the schools that kind of feed into Sumter High. And how big is it to just kind of get general interest in the sport, you know, even before they're getting to middle school? Is that something that you guys are looking to kind of dive into a little bit at the youth level just to get some interest in Sumter County? That, that, that would happen. Uh, we already got plans for that. Um, the thing is, Alice Drive is a bigger school mm-hmm. than it's based in this Chestnut. Chestnut Oaks, they, they rezone that. Some of the kids are going to Crestwood now. Sure. So, you know, you just have to figure out where they are. Um, getting the youth is the key and getting the kids interested. Um, the sad thing about it, and this is a reality, here in Sumter County is football, <laughs> basketball, baseball, everything else, and wrestling down at the bottom. Um, however, whenever a kid gets involved, they love the sport. So once we get them involved, it's all about uh, retaining them and, rec- and recruiting a new generation that come behind them. But once the kids get involved, shoot, they bring the sister and brothers in. Matter of fact, last night we wrestled Lakewood. Wrestled Lakewood, wrestled West, West Florence. The girl that's on our team that's going to Allen College, mm-hmm. her brother wrestled for West Florence. Oh, really? Because of her is why he got involved. So just word of mouth, we get kids involved and just have to stay consistent. Yeah, and and how do you kind of make that pitch for kids at the at the young age to get involved in the sport for something that doesn't kind of have the word of mouth that a lot of other sports do? Um, with wrestling, um, the kid has to trust you, number one. You develop relationships. And when I came through... Uh, I wanted to do track, but a coach never asked me to. And that's what the kids want. If you see something in him, he may not see him himself, whether it be male or female, then j- just for you to ask them that, and they'll jump right on the team. Um, I was at something high back in November, taking care of some personal stuff. I came out of one teacher class, was heading to another teacher to tell her, hey, how you doing? I hadn't seen them. And the student walked out. I asked her to join the wrestling team. She jumped on and she'll see him. And she she said, Coach, I always wanted to do it. I did no one ever asked me. Now she's on the team. There we go. Yeah. And I mean, um, and you've got a lot of kind of first year folks on the team this year. Tell me a little bit about some of the kids that you've kind of brought in and, and what the process is when you know, especially if you're coming in as a senior and you're kind of having to learn a sport like wrestling that even if you, you know, have brothers or sisters that you're tussling around with, that ain't wrestling. So you, you have to learn you have to teach a lot of specifics with a sport like wrestling. Absolutely, absolutely. Now what what works for us? Uh, we, one, we got two seniors on our team. Both of them are females. From ninth grade and 10th grade, is 80% of our teams. 90% of our teams are first-year wrestlers. So the growing pain starts there. Um, just like I say, if you can get a few kids involved and get them all at the same age, now you got something you can build with. 
Uh, I'm no expert. However, I'm a people's person. I know how to talk and laugh with the kid. And they go off my vibe, and most of them come out there. Um, some of them, some of my kids, their seasons are over. However, they still show up. So I'm teaching them as much as I can because um, once we get the fundamentals down, then everything else will take on itself. Yeah, and you know, especially if you've got a senior who's coming in for the first time, you know, is that is that kind of a harder hurdle to clear as far as kind of you know teaching the basics for a sport that they just don't have a lot of time to get used to. Luckily, you know, like you mentioned, a lot of your kids are freshmen and sophomores coming in. Right, it's it's harder with the seniors because uh, one, they you have to teach them a bunch of moves. They you teach them twenty moves, they remember three. <laughs> Once you teach them that, now you have to get them to do it consistently. Then you got to get them to buy into it. Let them understand the stuff does work. And, and it is a little hard. However, I don't believe in turning kids away who want to be out there because they could be doing something else, getting into trouble. If you want to be on the team and build some camaraderie, come on. I, I won't bring you off. Yeah, and you mentioned your two seniors, one of them being being Crystal, who's going to to wrestle at Allen. And Correct. you know, how big is it to have um, a female wrestler that is your oldest, most experienced wrestler on the team to set an example for you know younger girls that might want to come join the sport, and for the guys to see like, hey, you know, she's going to wrestling college. Maybe there's a thing or two that I can learn from her. Well, and, and that's the recruiting tool. Um, Crystal is one of our leaders. She's one of our motivators. She gets on them kids more than I do. Um, just last Friday, we went to a JV tournament. She was out there helping me coach because we had more than 20 kids out there. Um, that going on, she didn't want to come back Saturday. The middle school kids wanted her to come back because she was helping them too. So she influenced them, and she's my little personal motivator. You know, so she, she's an awesome girl. Yeah, and, and who out of these, these kids that are kind of jumping into the sport for the first time have kind of jumped out to you so far as far as, you know, taking some strides that, you know, a lot of these kids are young, so they're, they're, they're not finished products. But who are some of these kids that, you know, you think you're seeing some kind of seeds for some kids that might be able to put something together? Well, we got a set of twins. They come from base. Um, the Skyer brothers, Raheem, Jaheem. Their fundamentals um, are pretty good. They say they're first-year wrestlers. I tried to recruit them last year. They didn't want to talk to me last year. <laughs> so they're doing pretty good. Um, we had a kid Friday night, won his first match ever. He was so happy. However, you know, he still need to put some other stuff together, but he was excited, first year wrestler. Last name Chestnut. Um, we do have some bright spots. Uh, 113, he's a bright spot. He cut weight on his own. We don't have to tell him. Uh, he, he's he, he's committed. We got one guy who broke his arm this mm -hmm. year. He's committed. Um, I have so so many of my kids have gotten injured because they don't know how to protect themselves when they're falling. But they still come back the next day. And that's awesome to see. And it, it allows you to see that you're doing something right. So. Yeah, and, and, you know, 
you like you mentioned the the middle school and uh, JV. Uh, you know the region meets uh, over last weekend. A lot of those kids advanced to sectionals that are coming up this weekend. And mm-hmm. how exciting is it to see those kids kind of get to have that experience at the middle school and J- and JV level? Are some of these kids kind of split in between also doing some varsity stuff, or are these guys that are exclusively at the middle school and JV? Level? Well, they're, they're at the middle school, and I try to get my kids ready for the next two years. Um, they're awesome kids. Uh, we we were not allowed them to get hurt. They do do um, some moves with with the varsity. However, we still try to protect our kids. Um, they're the bright shining spots because they get on the varsity kids because they built camaraderie. Also, they they they'll roast them if you don't do well, um, but they also give advice too. And I try to take them so they can see what's going on. So when you get to this point. You know how to prepare for it mentally and physically. Yeah, and and what's the dynamic of a team that is as young as you guys are where, you know, you don't necessarily have a lot of people that are automatic kind of voices in a room as far as the wrestlers are concerned, obviously. So what is the dynamic that kind of comes with a team that is mostly, you know, freshmen and sophomores where – you got to kind of figure out who's going to be kind of the, <laughs> the loudest in the room. Oh, well, I'm sure there's a lot of them that are loud in the room, but not necessarily in a helpful way. Well, I, I got one. Um, through adversity, you find bright spots, and you learn to prepare for the future. Last night, I seen a, an 11th grader, he a first-year wrestler also. He took control of the team. He rooted for the team, and he fussed at the team. He has natural leadership ability, and this is the first year rest. What was his name? Um, Bryce Bryce McFadden. When the team was drifting, when they wasn't participated, he got on them. Um, you see some natural leaders in there. Um, the, the good thing is, since none of y'all been there, now y'all get to listen to me. <laughs> the bad thing is, none of them been there, so they don't know how to prepare. <laughs> so um, I got an outstanding coaching staff. Um, some coaches who've been there also. The thing about it, they're Air Force guys. So they got other primary jobs that they have to do. So they can't engage with the kids like they want to. However, we got a plan for all that. So to answer your question, the dynamic is tricky because <laughs> you don't know who your leaders are and you don't know who the kids that don't that will take it the wrong way. Yeah, and like I mentioned with those, you know, sectionals that are going to be coming up for the middle school and JV kids this weekend, you know, how exciting is it to for so many inexperienced kids to kind of get that chance to kind of have a little bit, bit of success, have a number of kids that are going to be wrestling this weekend and hopefully have a chance to be wrestling next weekend. Um, for a young program, even for the kids that aren't wrestling in that, to see like, hey, we're making strides, we're finding some fi- finding some bright spots. Well, the first thing is to get the kid to believe in himself and for him to believe into the moves that he's doing. You don't, do, you don't have to know 20, 25 moves to get what you need done. Just perfect the little ones that you do know. Uh, practice for practice. You get in the match, you have a game plan. You know what your first move is, know what your second move is, and then we can go from there. Learn some corners. Um, this weekend, yes, we have a few kids. We kind of think that they would do well, and some kids you think they won't do well. And they actually do way better than you anticipated. Um, the young thing about it, uh, this tournament this weekend is for seventh graders all the way up to 10th. And 
Just prepare them best you can. Uh, expect the worst, hope for the best. And, and, and our kids, they, they do an awesome job of bouncing back after they face adversity. So that's what we anticipate. Absolutely. And you also mentioned, you know, getting to wrestle with Lakewood last night. And how fun is it to kind of get that Sumter County community together in one gym and, and getting to wrestle a little bit? It wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> Not last night. Um, however, I, I anticipated that. Like, like I said, um, Lakewood, um, isn't, I wouldn't say established yet. They was able to spend more time with their kids than we do. We didn't start our first match as a team until last week, last Thursday. That was our first team match. We faced some adversity because, one, I'm in another school. Um, I'm a head coach. We had some coaches that we thought was going to help us, and they backed out, you know, because they had personal stuff going on. Um, you don't like it, but that's it's part of life. Mm-hmm. And with what we faced this year, I try to teach the kids, this is how life is. Wrestling is the only sport that will prepare you for life and everything that come with it. So they made huge adjustments. My kids have matured quicker. Um, they know that Lakewood, uh, there, there's some um, bright spots we could have done better. Um, when our kid got hurt, well, two of our kids got hurt. However, um, We'll get there. I'm going to get Josh back for that. (laughs) Well, and, um, you know, you mentioned it kind of being a a two- or three-year plan with this group. Mm So, you know, what are the short-term goals for this year to kind of, you know, make that establishment this year to build towards, you know, the long-term goals that you have in two and three years? Uh, Individually, I want the kids to have as much fun as they can. I want them to improve 1% every day. For the team, I just want to win one match. Um, some some people want to go undefeated. I know where our program is. I know where I want them to be. And my thing is keep this keep this unit together after the season over with. Now we got something we can build on. Cause the guys will understand it more next year. They will understand balance. They will understand mental toughness. And they'll understand how to cut weight. And that, that's that's all I want them to do, just finish together. And as long as I get in the buy into that, I, I have them next year and we can go on more stuff then. Yeah, and, and talking with Josh, he had mentioned that Crestwood might be starting their program back up relatively soon. And if if that were to happen, what do you think that that would mean for just the wrestling community here to kind of see all three of the, the Sumter County schools having wrestling and hopefully, you know, rising tides lift all ships a little bit? All right, my vision – and I spoke with my AD about this. I have a one, two, three, and five-year plan. I want Lakewood, Crestwood, something high to wrestle at the, um, we call it the Estimation Center. What's it called now? Oh, I can't even think the, the of one it. at the fairground. Yeah. I, I can't remember. It, it changed the name on it. I want us to wrestle there for Christmas tournaments and bigger tournaments if it come down to it. I want us to play host to anybody else who want to be a part of it. I want us to get these kids ready mentally and physically for everything they encounter in life. I want wrestling to be bigger than football because you go to any schools in the north, it's all about wrestling. Football is second, then maybe basketball. I want to change the culture here in Sumter County. Uh, Some kids get on the football team and they just – a body on the team. They don't get to play sometimes. 
I want those kids. Now we can put you out here and your parents can appreciate what you're doing. My thing is for these wrestling teams, us, Lakewood and Crestwood, let's get the kids into college. Amen. Let's get the kids into college because some of these kids will not get looked at for football or basketball. But wrestling, you get determined where you want to end up. And meaning by that, you control your destiny, not someone else. And we got too many colleges in the state of South Carolina that are wrestling schools that the kids can go to. So why not let's put more into wrestling, whether we get sponsors, whether we get donors, whether we get some more support. Let's get our kids into college because you got other counties doing way better than us. Just where they are is where we should have been two years ago. Last year, the last coach, um, Ashley Ridge won the state title. Us and Ashley Ridge were going neck and neck since all our kids were in the ninth grade. And we missed out because we don't, we don't believe in wrestling. A lot of our kids, um, I'm going off a little bit. But, <laughs> You're fine. Um, last year, for something how long, because the football coaches didn't support their kids like they should have, they don't understand that if you're on the offensive line or defensive line, you should make your kids go out for wrestling because it teaches them balance and hand placement. Exactly, yeah. And it helps them adjust on the fly. We had seven kids, seniors, that did not come out for wrestling. Either they came out and quit or they didn't come out at all. And the same thing is going on now. We got some kids from last year didn't come back out for whatever reason, and, and we lost. So we need to do a better job there, as the wrestling coaching staff as well as the kid on uh, the coaches at school. When I came through, all the coaches supported each other. Things are different now. The salaries are higher. Uh, the expectations are different, and some people just don't care. And that's what's hurting the community. Cause what I want to do at wrestling. Let's build a community. Everybody know everybody. Everybody can support everybody. Everybody know everything about everybody's kids. That's how we hold each other accountable. So we do that, the crime will go down. Too easy. However, at the same time, if we become selfish, we're teaching the kids to be selfish. And so now you get the crime rate going up because everybody's selfish. Because when I came through, if you had guys standing on the corner, and they know you was into sports, they will run you off the corner because they want you to do good. We don't have that here no more. And they used to be here. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, all good. Yeah, well, hopefully hopefully this is the first step in some bright futures for, for the wrestling program. But, you know, when you've got kids that leave a program and graduate for, you know, how many seniors you guys had the last couple of years, you got to kind of start them. over. Ooh, we had a bunch of them. So hopefully this is the this is you know step one of a, of a very bright future for uh, for wrestling at Sumter High. Right. Um, Josh and I will be continuing to working together. Uh, we got to get Crestwood coach in the loop because, like I said, we're trying to build a community. It's not about Josh. It's not about me. It's about the community. Josh has uh, I'm not certain where he come from. However, he's here in Sumter. He was in here more than five years now, so he family. And we have to build this thing together because um, when we go other places, we interact with each other's kids. And we treat them kids like they're ours. 
So we try to help each other out and hold those kids accountable because we need them to be successful. And success is not always college education. Success is not always a six-figure job. Success is knowing that you're doing the best you can with what you got, and you're trying to teach a generation behind you. That's all we want. Simple stuff. Absolutely. Simple stuff. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time to come in. Absolutely appreciate it, and uh, looking forward to seeing some more Sumter wrestling this year. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for uh, supporting us too, Josh. Oh, damn. Call you Josh now. And that'll do it for this week's episode of The Blitz. Thanks again to Johnny for coming in to talking a little wrestling with me. We're looking forward to seeing what the Gamecocks do for the rest of the season. Also on the item this week, we've got Crestwood High basketball star Corian Nelson as he talks about you know the, the quieter side of him that you know gets really loud when he gets onto the court. For the Item Podcast Network and Studio Sumter, I'm Tim Leibel. Thanks for listening.